Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podco section of the application. I just love hearing this song. I just want to run. (laughs) Hun, just run with me. I'm running. Sorry, I just woke up from a 45-minute nap. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a little bit of energy. Uh, got your second wind? A little bit. <laughs> you, I, look, you look tired. At 7.23 p.m., I got my second wind. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's so good. It is. I haven't played this song for my dad. I think he'd like it. Really? Yeah, he's a big 80s fan. He might like it. Dad, come on the show. <laughs> oh, Explain things to me. That will never get old. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> on today's episode. <laughs> well, no, no. Let's talk about... We have, to, we have to talk about what we did today. You know, before every episode, we talk about the events of the week. Oh, yeah. But we can't talk about the events of this week because we did that in the episode we recorded yesterday. That's for next season. Yeah. Well, we recorded an episode for next season. <laughs> yeah. With Sophia. With Sophia. So it's a little crazy, so I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, gets, Kelly, she, Kelly scolded her. She gets a little crazy when she gets to be on an episode. She, she gets, gets excited. She gets excited, so. But, so we can't talk about that story of the week, but about how we got this new equipment. Yeah, but we have another Spoiler. story. Spoiler. Yeah, we have another story. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to, we're gonna talk about that story next week. I bet when Megan sees it. Yeah, that's she's true. like ooh. Yeah, she's gonna be like ooh colors, pretty <laughs> buttons, pretty buttons, the big red button, yeah, the big one that says wreck. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> See with the old one, I liked it, but this is more user friendly. Yeah, it I looks feel, more user friendly. <laughs> I feel like if I dropped this in front of you, you could you could handle it. Because yeah. with the other one, you couldn't determine what my sound pads were. This yeah. one you could write on. Yeah. One, two, three, and they're all color-coded. Co- color mm-hmm. And the big red button that says, wreck. And in case you didn't know, folks, that means record. Yeah, record. Re- <laughs> anyway. Record. So, Megan got fired. No, she didn't. Stop saying that. People are going to think you're... I just fire co-hosts all the time. Yeah. I just get rid of them. You can't fire me because you're married no. to me. <laughs> but what we did today... Was we got to tour an almost finished house that we're finished. having that we're having built for yep. us. It's for somebody else. We had seen the floor plans. <laughs> I mean, we saw the floor plans. We liked. We saw pictures and whatnot. Yeah, but we this, just saw like rough draft. Well, we had, like I said, the floor plans of yeah. what the contract said, mm-hmm. and we kind of saw pictures on his website and whatnot, and like what it would look like on the outside. Yeah. So today we actually walked through the house. Yeah. And we're both in love. Yeah. It's. It's the, the one. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. This is definitely it. So we're excited. Yes. So he'll be he'll get. We started. don't sound excited, but we are. <laughs> no, we're, I, I was super excited. It no, was so I'll, cool. I guess I'll be more excited once they've broken ground. Yeah. Because then it's like an actual thing. Right it's now, real. 
Right now, it's not really real. Well, it is real because we signed well, documents yeah. saying that we're going to pay the bank a whole bunch of money back. Yeah, but I mean, until I see a slab. Yeah, I see you. Yeah. For me, it's not completely real. It's almost there. It's there. It's almost there. Yeah, we're it's, close. It's a long time coming. Yeah. We survived the whole six-month lease here before uh-huh. getting started. Because actually, our new lease started yesterday when we signed the con- No, two days ago when we signed the contract. Mm-hmm. When we signed the uh, loan. Yep. Crazy. But we're, we're almost there. I can't there. believe we've been here for six months already. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, December to May. Oh, it's totes, crazy. Totes cray. But, hey, yeah. we're almost there. We're almost at the finish line. Finish almost line. there. Almost there. Hopefully just, hopefully less than six months, but yeah. we'll see. I, I, I'm hoping, my, in my internal goal is that we will be in the new house before I get sent back to my office. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. Oh, I think we will. I don't know because we I, we got an email today saying that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask at the at, in the building anymore. But see, just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean that it's going to work. Yeah, because those vaccinations aren't. I don't know FDA approved officially. Really, that's what I was reading. Great. Okay. Cool. So, <laughs> like, they're still in testing. So we're the guinea pigs. Yeah, we're basically. But I mean, that's when fantastic. they started the flu vaccines, they were all. Guinea pigs. I didn't need to know that. But no, but I'm saying when the flu first came about, yeah, like whenever they did the vaccine for that, everybody that got one was a guinea pig. I understand that. So in like so, in like three years when we have so an in extra three years ear, this might be good. In three when we have extra years, we'd be like, He's so stupid. no, we're gonna have horns. Is yeah. what's gonna happen. <laughs> Jeez. But anyway, an extra ear could come in handy though. So hopefully by the time, yeah, with, with these headphones, we only have two. <laughs> But, all right, so we have... I can hear things behind my head then. <laughs> so we checked out the house. We fell in love with it. Hopefully, we'll be in yeah. the house before I get back sent, get sent back to work. Yeah. Because I measured out my office and that. I'm and that. hoping we'll be in the new house before uh, our next lease is up. <laughs> oh, it'd be better because I ain't signing another six-month lease. That's for sure. And we'll just do month to month at that point. Yeah. If we could afford it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we this week... We might be broke by the yeah. time we get to that. <laughs> We'll spend all the money that we got from selling the old house. Yeah. yeah. On rent. That ain't happening. That's yeah. for sure. It's not happening. Yeah. I have I have yet well, yeah, disregard. All right. <laughs> so this week's episode is supposed to be we were supposed to have another another co host with us and that fell apart. Yeah, but they've got things going on. Yeah, that so. was kind of flames. Yeah. It's so, fine. Is it though? You just don't want to spend time with just me. I see how it I is. I do. They they reached out to me and said, "Can I be on the episode?" Okay, well, I want. We were going to do this, me and you, and then they were like, "Okay, can I join in?" And then it just crashed and burned. Well, they're busy. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. I don't mind. That dog out there. All right. So this week's episode is Thirty Seconds to Mars. <laughs> so Thirty Seconds to Mars is an American rock band from Los Angeles, California, formed in 1998, which that blew my mind. I didn't know they've been around. They've been around a long time for a while. Mm-hmm. 98 is a long time. Mm-hmm. That's and what. And I didn't even know about them back then. I didn't find out about them until like maybe 10 years ago. I remember seeing videos of them probably in the 2000s, yeah. early 2000s. But see, I wasn't really in the in the emo rock scene, rock scene yeah. um, until you and I met. Okay. So. so. So the band consists of brothers Jared Leto who does the lead vocals, guitar, bass, and keyboards, and Shannon Leto, drums and percussion. 
And during their existence, they've gone through several lineup changes, but the two consistent ones are Jerry the, Leto, the Leto brothers, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool to see a brother tandem to stick around, not like the Oasis brothers that hate each other and can't yeah. be in the same room together. Yeah. Um, I think that's a British thing, though. Maybe. It might be. So they they achieved worldwide fame with the release of their second album, A Beautiful Lie. See, that's a fantastic album. That is an amazing album. And then their next album, This Is War, I love that is album. another fantastic album, mm-hmm. which showed a dramatic evolution in the band's musical style as it incorporated experimental music as well as eclectic influences. I think I actually bought that album. Did you? I, yeah. actually, I think I downloaded it. That's the one with the tiger on the front, right? Uh-huh. That's a really cool album cover. Yeah. I actually downloaded that one off Apple iTunes. Yeah. Now it's Apple Music, I think. I don't think iTunes exists anymore. Yeah. I bought that one off that. Yeah, I think I bought the actual CD, not that I know where it is. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's probably, it's somewhere. <laughs> all right, so, and for their for their fourth album, they moved over to Universal Music, and it's called Love, Lust, Faith, and Dreams in 2013, and then they released an album called America in 2018, mm-hmm. which polarized critics upon release. I can see that. It's a different, it's a different sounding album, mm-hmm. but that album has... One of the coolest songs I've ever heard in my life, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about later. Yes. All right. Um, as of September 2014, which I'm surprised I didn't update this, the band sold over 15 million albums worldwide. And they consistently enjoy sell, sold out tours and numerous headlining festival slots. Um, they're noted for their energetic live performances and for fusing elements from a wide variety of genres, which is pretty cool. And they hold several awards and accolades throughout their career, including the Guinness World Record, a Guinness World Record, which I don't know what it was. I didn't double check that. And they've been included in the Kerrang! list of best artists of the 2000s, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's a pretty cool resume. Yeah, definitely. So we picked up, we picked a couple of the songs of theirs. Now, this one that you picked, I'm not very familiar with, unfortunately. Yeah, this is off the America album. So I'm gonna. I am not very familiar with this song. I heard it randomly on Spotify because I was listening to their music, trying to get you know In ideas. Yeah. Um, so it's a slower paced song. Should I fast forward a little bit? You can. Is this the chorus, or is it not close to it? Keep going, keep going, keep going for a second. Won't you stop, Set me free. I can't keep going. I love that. I just, I liked that part, so I yeah. wanted you to go, keep going at least until that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a slower paced song, um, and it still has that 30 Seconds to Mars they just have this unique sound, like, and they know how to blend stuff too. Yes, because they still have they have their they, they have a core sound, and then they add like sometimes they add like a little techno mm-hmm. in it, and it's cool. I don't like techo techno techo. That's, yeah, a, techo. that's new music. <laughs> um, I don't like techno, no. but I like the way that they they incorporate it. Incorporate mm-hmm. it like it's it's still 
I don't know. It's just very unique how they do it, and mm-hmm. it still has that like rock and emo yeah. feel to mm-hmm. it. It is. Um, but it hasn't been released as an official single. It's just off that album. I like I said, I came across it on Spotify when I was listening to their music, and I just like fell in love with the melody of it. Um, so Jared's voice is just very like melodical and well, from has what a I, very angelic voice. From what I just heard right now, it's very stripped down and raw. Yes, which is pretty cool. It is. There's not a lot of noise to over yeah, overtake his. There's his not voice. a lot of heavy noise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, That's I, a good I, one. I I love that song. That's it's a really not good one, one of their more popular songs that is like on the radio. Mm-mm. So sometimes I like to pick at least one song that's not super popular. Yeah. Um, just to get people into it and like, you know, don't skip that song. You yeah. Know? Cause sometimes when you hear albums, you only, you know, when you know an artist, you may only know the popular songs that got released on the radio. So you have a tendency sometimes to skip the other songs just cause you don't know it Yep. and you can't sing along. And sometimes you just want to sing along. Mm-hmm. So, but that, that song is, I think it's really pretty. I just made a quick edit to our document. Okay. The song that we both wanted to pick, I'm bumping that to the end. Okay. So, because we both love that song, so yeah. that way we can both contribute to it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So, <clears throat> my next one is my next. Oh, I love this song too. My next one is "Closer to the Edge." Oh, that's such a good song. All their songs are. Great. Yeah. So I'm gonna. It's hard to pick. Because we'll, we'll, oh. I'll end up hearing the whole song. Oh my gosh! And it's funny because we'll we'll drive around in the car and we'll blast this music, and Sophia's like, "Yes, yeah, is cool." Yeah, she likes it. I love it. So Tomo Melichik, the former lead guitarist of Thirty Seconds to Mars, said that the song was an interesting track. We called it our pop song. When you really listen to it, you realize it has a lot of rock glory in it. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those old school eighties, yeah, anthem it's songs, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's a song that fools you, and I like that. Jared Leto really pushed himself as a songwriter here, and he was trying to reach out for a new way of presenting music that was very accessible, but not spoon-fed it to the audience. He has a lot of respect for the fans in that way. The guy is a trip, very inspiring to be around and work with. Now, this song actually debuted in the UK singles chart on July 11, 2010, oh my gosh, <laughs> at number 90 before climbing to 82 the following week. And it kept going up and up and up and up, and it finally reached the number one in July 11th. Wait, that's wrong. Oh, it reached in the UK rock chart, reached number one on that same day. Mm-hmm. But not on the overall music yeah. countdown. Um, I think we can skip all that. Mm-hmm. So the music video premiered on June 9, 2010 on their YouTube account. Which is which I like because MTV doesn't play music videos anymore. No, they don't. VH1 doesn't, so you All have reality to. Shows. Yeah, you have to bump it on. Yeah. On YouTube, on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it was directed by Jared Leto mm-hmm. under the name Bartholomew Cubbins. <laughs> and it I spit out my drink. <laughs> and it contains <laughs> concert footage from about thirty performances during their world, their wild tour. Yeah. Which commenced in February 19, thousand ten, and ran until December eighteen, two thousand ten. So the six-minute-long video shows each location played at until a certain date, fan commentary, and some backstage footage. And, yeah. yeah. 
fantastic song. And Jared Leto actually told Music Radar that this song almost didn't make the album. He said, actually, we're going to throw this song out, but we decided to keep it. It was hard to mix, a total pain in the butt. But I'm glad that it made the record because I think it fits with the overall framework of the album. The song is a mission, an adventure that takes you on a journey. Maybe that's why it gave us so much trouble. We had to go on adventure as a band to get it right. Song, songs come very easily and are the ones you fight. Oftentimes, the ones that give you trouble turn out to be the best ones. This is an example of that. Which is pretty cool that this song gave him trouble. Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of their most popular songs. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs of theirs. Yeah, I love that song. It's um, a great song. That whole album is, like the next song we're going to talk about is off the same album. What, um, what really stinks is that when when thirty second, when I first heard about 30 Seconds to Mars, I didn't give him a fair chance because I do not like Jared Leto as an actor. Really? Mm-hmm. I love- hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's stop you right there before you All get right. it. All right. At that point in time, I didn't like him as an actor because he was on my so-called life. Yeah. I didn't like his character. I didn't like. I didn't like the show to begin with. Yeah. Well, that's then he was in a couple in a couple of movies that I wasn't feeling either. Yeah. So I was like, when I heard he was in a band, I didn't listen to it. I was like, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so then on ninety two point three K Rock in New York, they played a thirty second. I think it was Attack, maybe. Yeah. They played that on the radio, and I was like, man, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then when I found out it was Jared Leto, I was like, oh, how do I feel about this? <laughs> I was like, let me separate the actor. Still thought it was amazing. Let me separate the actor from the musician. Yeah, because that's two completely different things. But now, I think as an adult, I appreciate his acting skills. Yeah, he's and, very underrated. Yes, I appreciate his acting skills now. And I appreciate the fact that he was an actor and also a musician. That can't be easy to do both. No, it's not. I mean, only J-Lo could do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh I'm, God. but no. I, you know, for the longest time, I did not know she was a singer. I just thought she was an actress. Like I didn't know she was a dancer. I, I, I beat that. I knew her as a fly girl on, on in Living Color. Right. Like I never knew her then. Oh. Like I only knew her as an actress. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So after that, after I listened to Attack, I was like, all right, I'll give the guy a shot. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate his acting skills now. As yeah. He's a great actor. He really but is. But he, he's one of those crazy ones that dives in and becomes the character. But that's good. It's good, yeah. It's good for the audience, maybe not so good for the actor. Or the, no, it's not good for the cast members that he has to work with. Yeah, that's I mean, true. You, I mean, you're walking down trying to get a sub a, a sandwich, <laughs> and Jared Leto's walking down like, <laughs> big joker. Yeah, I don't need that crap. It's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. All of a sudden, the dude has like gold teeth and tattoos on his chest. That's and I'm like, awesome. I'm going to be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> We're like, nope. No, nope, I'm not down with this. We'll see you later. Yeah. At some point, you got to separate the two. Yeah, not. but it's, that's how a lot of actors are. They really. Well, what's his face? Daniel Day-Lewis does that too. Uh, Heath Ledger did that too. So Have we told the Heath Ledger story? Yes, I think we've have told we? it. I'm pretty sure we have. Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll save that for another day in case. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we did. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's your next song? Uh, So my next song is Kings and Queens. It's about the uh, borough in New York. (laughs) It's not. Let me fast forward a little bit. So the beginning just starts off. Oh, I forgot to play the song. That was me singing. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> you can't even. You don't even know the words. <laughs> That's me singing. That's, That's really not. Get to the chorus. Is it soon? No. There it goes. There it goes. Quans. <laughs> he says Quans. Don't make fun of his singing. No. I actually watched this video today. Did you t- do you talk about the video? Are you no. Notes? No. Do you remember the video? No. I, I watched this video today. They're all riding bikes through LA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I remember. I watched that video today. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, according to Jared, the lyrics of Kings and Queens explore the triumphant feeling of human possibilities. The melody of the song contains several qualities similar to that of 1980s adult contemporary musical works and is imbued with elements of progressive rock. Mm -hmm. The idea, I thought this was really interesting. Um, The idea was conceived on a flight from the U.S. and released. Realized upon touchdown in South South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> South Africa. So in early 2009, uh, Jared told Billboard that he was excited by the song as soon as he wrote it. He said, I had written a verse right as we were going to the airport. I literally almost missed the flight because I picked up the guitar and this song came out. You have that moment of discovery that's exciting. So it peaked at number one on Billboard Alternative Songs chart. It was number four on Billboard Rock Songs and number nine on Billboard Hot 100 Recurrence. That was in 2009. And then by the end of the year, it was at number 11 on the alternative songs chart for Billboard. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, can you imagine, though, that flight, if you're like sitting next to Jared Little, it must have been the most annoying flight ever. <laughs> or really cool to watch his process. Uh, true, true. But it probably was annoying because you, know you know how I get when I work on stuff. I'm like, I start scratching stuff out and I start over again. So imagine, imagine you're, you're trying to get on your flight, and they're like, uh, last call for Mr. Jared Leto, please come to the boarding gate. And he's <laughs> over there on the corner just, guitar. Like, Yo, Jared Leto's on my flight, let's do this. <laughs> and then he gets on the plane, He's all he looks like Jesus with his hair. He's like, sorry, guys. His open shirt. Yeah, his open shirt. He's like, sorry, guys. His billowy shirt. He's like, sorry. He's like, I bless the, pl- I bless the flight, we're going to make it. <laughs> We're gonna make it, Jared. Guys. Please come on the show. Did I ever tell you my the my little theory for flights? Oh yeah, my not my my maybe superstition or theory yeah. that celebrities don't die on flights. Oh, that no, no, I haven't told you that. No, so, but the other one, no, celebrities do die. I know, I, yeah. It, it got. <laughs> what are we talking it, about? Hold on, it got crushed with John F. Kennedy Jr. When and I, Aaliyah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, in my head, whenever I got on a plane, I'm like, okay, there's a famous plane, a famous person on this plane. I'm all right. What? It just makes me laugh. And then I'm thinking, I'm, I'm all right. And then also, also my other. How often were you on a flight with some celebrities? Really? Times, yeah. Who? Uh, Mick Foley was on one. Um, oh shoot, who else? There was a couple. There was like two or three. Mick Foley's one. It was from a LaGuardia flight. Um, I can't remember who the other ones were, but there were there were that case. And then also, if I walked on the plane and I saw a couple old people in the first class, I'm like, yo, God has to protect this flight. <laughs> I was like, he ain't got, there's no way these old people are going to get taken out like this. Oh, my God. And I always have to tap the, when I got in. That is what I remember. I had to smack the side of the plane. So every time I get, see, this is how you rub off on me after 14 years. Um, 
every time I get on a plane by myself, or even when I got on a plane with Sophia, when it was just me and her, yeah. I would tap the side of the plane as I got, got on. on. Yep. Yeah. That's my little... I would just, like, kind of, like, brace myself on it to, like... And just tap it. Yeah. I would just, like, hold on to it. Yep. Yeah, that's my... Yeah. I started doing that. <laughs> I rubbed that. off on you. Yeah. So that, that was my, my theory. There could be worse things. <laughs> Wait, I think it was Steve Gutenberg on one of the flights. Who was that? Uh, Police Academy. The the main cop, white guy. Anyway. I've never seen it. Hey, I'm still here, so the fight worked. <laughs> Gutenberg didn't take me out. <laughs> I've told you what happened on my last flight, didn't I? Well, on the last two flights, flying back from... Uh, so I flew to, to Texas with my old boss. Yeah. And I was gone like 36 hours maybe. Yeah. So we, we fly over there. And for me to get up and use the bathroom on a flight, it means it's a good flight. Mm-hmm. So we flew from GSP to Dallas, Dallas to San Antonio, and then we drove into Mexico. Mm. What a weird scenario. But anyway, those two flights were fine. Beautiful. Got up to pee, got my little snacks and whatnot. Flight back. Yeah, flight back was horrible. The two flights. Hold on. So the first flight, we're running to the airport because my boss decides, hey, let's go on an earlier flight. And I'm like, nah, dude, let's just stick with the flight we got. So he changes the flight, and we're running through through San Antonio Airport trying to get to the flight. So we run through. We didn't even have luggage because we were gone for so short. We had just book bags. Mm -hmm. So we're running through the airport, and we we made it on the plane, the last two people on the plane. Like, they were like, just find a seat. That's what they said. It's find a seat. So my old old boss goes and finds a seat. He's like, and this guy... Is so pompous. He's like, let me take off my book bag and put it on the overhead compartment. I'm like, dude, we're the last people on the plane. There ain't going to be no space to put this stuff on. He's like, no, there will be. He opens the overhead compartment and a pair of crutches fall out and mm. land on an old lady's head. You did tell me it about is, that. Bam. And she's like, ow. And he's like, ha oh, ha, it's okay. I'm British. Shut up. <laughs> and he picks, you did not I, say that. He's like, oh, ha, ha, it's okay. And I'm like, oh my God. And I grab, I grab the first thing. I put my book bag on my chest. Like I have a parachute. I'm just holding on. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let's let's roll. <laughs> your inner New Yorker yeah. came out, like, like you're roll. protecting your stuff. I'm like, let's roll. The, the, I mean, the plane starts moving, and he's still messing with his crutches. Oh my! And I'm gosh. like, all right, whatever, dude. You're on your own. Yeah, that's it. Flight takes off. I mean, we're booking it. We make it to Dallas, and we're running across the airport again because we're running late for your a connecting, connecting flight. flight. Yeah. So we get on that flight, which so we're flying the air. The pilots like, look. We're going to land at GSP, which is 10 minutes from our you've, house. Yeah, you've told this story. I like, he's like, we're going to land at 10.30. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm, no I'm, visibility. I'm looking at my watch, and I'm looking at my watch, and it's like, okay, all right, it's 10.25, five more minutes, 10.26. I'm, I'm, the whole flight is just bumpy. Yeah. Well, like, it is just shaking. I'm like, all right, 27, 28. <laughs> I was like, 29. I was like, at this point, if this plane goes down, I'm going down in my neighborhood. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm straight. 10.30, and I'm like. We're not descending. And the pilot goes, yeah, this is your captain speaking. <laughs> we have uh, zero visibility at GSP, so we're going to go fly to Charlotte. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, Charlotte's an hour and a half away from home. I was like, home's down. Like, I was like, home is here. <laughs> Can I just parachute just, home out? Home is here. So like, I like, see my house. <laughs> so, all right. So, we're flying to Charlotte, and it's like, 20 minutes, yeah, maybe 15. Yeah, it's a 20-minute flight, but it's, it's an hour nothing. and a half drive home. Yeah, so, okay, so all of a sudden, I'm looking out the I'm watching the window, I'm watching the window. I didn't even feel this plane descend because it was just bumping the whole way, so I just, yeah. I think we're bumping and coming down at the same time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, so you I'm don't like, feel the wheels You don't feel nothing. And everything, yeah. And I'm looking, I was like, 
is that a light post? And then boom, we just hit. <laughs> and I'm like, what in the world was that? And so I'm like, nah, I'm off this plane, dude. He's like, the pilot's like, yeah, we're going to sit here for about 20 minutes and then take off again and go back to GSP. I told my boss, I was like, no. <laughs> I said, dude, I am off this plane now. He goes, oh, Andre, don't, don't mess around like that. They, no, no, we're going to go back home. And I was like, dude, I said, I will scream bomb <laughs> on this plane. I will scream whatever it takes to get off this plane. He's like, no, no, you're going to get arrested. And I was like, but I'll be on the ground. <laughs> I was like, straight up. Look, I wasn't going to come bail you out either. I said, dude, <laughs> like, mm, I got to do what I, I got to do. Him. I was like, straight up. So the stewardess walks by and I was like, hey, are we getting off this plane? She goes, oh, we're going to wait. I was like, and I'm, I'm literally about to say bomb. But <laughs> but who's, who says bomb when you're already on the on the ground? But I was like, whatever. Yeah, but still. So he, so they, they take it very seriously. Yeah, I was like, I'll get off this plane. So anyway, yeah. um, my boss is like, dude, stop. Just chill, chill, chill. And I was like, no, 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 no. This, I'm off this plane. So then. Two minutes later, he goes. The pilot goes. Yeah, we're gonna get you a van, a bus back to the GSP. We're not flying anywhere tonight. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> so we we get off the plane. Now it's like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. So we're we're waiting for this bus to show up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm straight. I'm 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 on the ground. Yeah. I said I'll go get a hotel room. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But then my boss decides. He goes, "We'll just rent a minivan and drive back home." And I was like. All right, cool. You're driving because I'm like I'm shattered. My nerves are yeah, dead. Yeah. I can't I can't function. So we're driving back. We finally got on the the minivan from Hertz or whatever, and we drive back, and we come to find out those people waiting for the van. The van never showed. <laughs> van never showed up. They had to give them rooms. Oh no! And they flew back the next morning. <gasps> oh no! So I was like, no. So I mean, me and him, we like we're trying. I, I hated this man with a passion, but I had to talk to him. Yeah. So we're trying to keep each other awake during the drive home because from Charlotte to home, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. And it's, it's just late, and you're tired, and and he had we had to drive back to the office because my car was in the office. Oh. And from from that office to home was another 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So I'm just like, at least there was no traffic. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally get home, and I'm, I get in bed. I'm like, I'm home. <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> so that was that my last flight. Yes. That was my last flight. Yes. That was. And there were rough ones. But anyway, that's... How do we get on that Completely subject? Completely off the subject of yeah. music and 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, we were talking about um, celebrities. Okay. About flight, yeah. Oh, about, about Jared Leto being on the yeah. flight. Like, yeah. I, bless this, <laughs> I bless this flight. Sorry, guys. Anyways. You know, when he, you know when he walked on the flight, his hair, like, there was like a fan of, of air coming on his hair. <laughs> And he's, he's, he's waves, a billowy. He's like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> There's a halo behind, an yeah. aura behind. He goes, I'm here. He, he floated down it's the a, aisle. He floated. It's a big white light behind he's him. He's like, I'm here. <laughs> Yo, I would have gotten I, off that I bet, I bet you. I bet you he has that aura to him. Like, oh, my gosh. I bet you he's that, that type of dude. I'm here. No, he seems really cool. He is, but I'm sure he's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm Jesus part two. <laughs> All right. So we're going we're gonna to postpone my next song. Because we're going to talk about it at the last. Yep. So we're going to talk about Kelly's next song, which is the first one I ever heard of them. Yep. Me too. Well, this and The Kill. Yes. Those are the first two songs I ever heard. Mm-hmm. I won't
I gotta stop playing because I know I get wrapped up in it. I know. Um, so that is a prime example of how they use techno in their mm-hmm. music. Um, it sounds really cool. It's just very different. Um, it would have been really cool to have a concert with Linkin Park and Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yes, that would have been a cool um, collaboration. Been a cool lineup. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we could, if I could figure out how to do like a mashup and do both. Maybe like, that would be cool. You have to find a song that has similar. Yeah. Which I don't know. That's kind of hard. I'll They're two research. very different. They're two different, but they also have very that small it factor that it's similar. Yeah, yeah. All right, so tell me about the song. Sorry. So <clears throat> this song was released May third, two thousand five. Um, it was the first song I ever heard of theirs. Um, the whole album is just amazing, and I was hooked between this song and the kill. It. it they're just that album is amazing. Um. So, Attack was the most added track on alternative radio in its first week. It entered the Billboard Modern Rock Tracks at number 37 and then reached the peak position of 22 um, in October. So, it was it entered at 37 in July of 2005 and peaked at 22 in October 2005. And then it... In July 2005, it peaked at number 38 on the mainstream rock tracks, um, and it reached number 82 on the Canadian singles chart. Uh, UK, uh, it was number 148, and then that was on the singles chart, and then the rock chart, it was at number 9. Mm-hmm. Um, you can skip the Portuguese one. Yeah. But I remember this song actually being on Madden 06. Yeah, it was on that ATV Off-Road Fury 4. Mm-hmm. And also on Rock Band and Guitar Hero 5, mm-hmm. which I remember playing it on Rock Band. Really? Either Rock Band or Guitar Hero. I remember playing it on one of them because we had it for a long time. And I, this was one of my favorite songs to play. Oh, uh, okay. It was Rock Band because we had the drum set and all that yeah. stuff. Yep. So, um, so Attack had been around for a while and the band was unconvinced of its worth. The song proved to be somewhat problematic and was nearly excluded from the album. So much like the other song we talked about, it was almost like written off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during an interview in 2005, Daryl Leto said, Attack was a song that wasn't scheduled to be recorded at all. I'd been playing it, and I'd play it in the desert in Morocco. I was playing it in Thailand. I was playing it everywhere. When Jerry tried performing the song with the rest of the band, something was wrong. On acoustic, it was great, but when we played it as a band, it just fell flat on its face. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as the bass got in, got in there, um, yeah, and I, he just kind of like trails off. Um, so it was either replace Matt or throw the song out. Yeah, which Matt Watcher was, I guess, the bass player at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jared played it acoustically for Josh Abraham and, um, he was playing it outside of the studio one night on acoustic guitar and Josh walked out and, and as a joke said, Hey, I said, Hey, you want to hear a hit song? And he was just talking. He started playing the verse and went into the chorus and he stopped him on the first course and said, it's the best song you have. You have to record it. So they got in a circle and something about it changed. Something about us changed. It became the first song on the record and the first single off our album. Mm-hmm. So, and he said that he really loves it now. Um, it's a great song. Yeah. It's a fantastic song. And he said that he told Josh Abraham that night that the song deserves to be a hit just so he can tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I love that song. Like, like I said, I mean, it's all their music gets you hyped up. It does. It's, it's you very like. Up. It's like it's one of the they all their albums are those like rock out albums. They're an, they're anthematic. Like yeah, we talked about in like the Nirvana. season one. Yeah. Yep. So my next song, my song is to be "This Is War." Now, this one's. I don't know why, but this song like stirs emotions in me. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me want to. Go running, and I don't run because I have a bad knee, and I'm a fat guy. So <laughs> it makes you, yeah. There are certain right. songs you you can exercise to. Yes, that's a good one. So I like this. Yeah, because you're you're starting to work out. You're it's like, okay. like that steady. It's so progressive. Mm-hmm. And then you start your drums. And then you get all the instruments. Oh, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Yeah, do the chorus. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I love this song. We may just have to listen to this whole album tomorrow. Yeah. All right. I love it. So this music video is interesting because um, Jared, the band uh, wears U.S. Army fatigues and they mm-hmm. go into battle. And it was directed by Edouard Salier and filmed right outside of Los Angeles, which kind of blew my mind because I thought they were like Africa. Well, yeah, but there's desert in L.A. I know. So, I forget that. Yeah. But yeah. And Leto told MTV News the song is really about conflict. And the album really is about it as well. The inevitable. Oh, my God. Inevitability. Yeah, that word, conflict. <laughs> the blessings of conflict and what we can all learn from it. Uh, we've, all, we've certainly had our fair share of it. So for This Is War, we want to explore another side of it. So we want to per, uh, portray soldiers in a conflict. Mm-hmm. So the, with the song, Jared Leto and the lead guitarist Tomo shared the guitar parts on this track with Jared playing the verse parts and Tomo playing the chorus. So... Uh, Tomo commented to Music Radar saying, we like to trade off in the studio. You take this bit here and I'll do this section here. Um, we don't like what the sound sound, the guitars sound too samey. I never heard that word before, but it makes sense. Yeah, they don't want it to yeah. all sound the same. So Jared has his own take on it. Exactly. And Tomo has his. So it, with the song, it shows both both sides of the guitar, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you hear that song, it's like different. I don't know how to describe it. It's different. You can hear the different yeah, it's guitars. Different tones. Yeah, different tones. Yeah. And then you mix it together and it's like interesting. Mm-hmm. I like this a lot. So Yeah, they know how to like mix it up. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go into our last song. Because this song is amazing. Oh. We talked about this last Happy? week. Okay. It was one of my songs. Whatever you do, don't ever play my kid. Yes. 
such a oh. uh, yeah. We talked about this song a little bit last week on favorite vocalists because I picked Jared Leto, yeah. and I used this song as an example just to show his range. He can do that deep. Fix your raspy. hair, girl. You were rocking out hard. I know. <laughs> That deep, raspy voice, and then that, like, just angelic, even. Mm-hmm. So they were saying, it says, Rescue Me finds 30 Seconds to Mars to incorporate EDM vibes into their rock sound. The America album represents a shift in the style of the band towards a more electronic and art pop aesthetic and soaring song features, a rave-ready chorus, which the band likely intend to grab the attention of remixing DJs. Yeah, th- I could definitely see this song in like a rave, mm-hmm. and you know the DJ mixing it with like other stuff. With Jay Z, uh-huh. yeah. Oh God, please no! Uh-huh. Y'all so crazy. Please God, no! <laughs> Don't ruin it. <laughs> but beyond the song sounding really cool, I like the the meaning behind the song. Mm-hmm. So the song finds frontman Jared Leto's emoting about the demons in his mind. Mm-hmm. So. He says, Rescue Me is a song about pain, a song about empowerment, a song about faith, and a song about freedom. Freedom from the wreckage of your past, freedom from the bondage of self, and freedom to embrace all the promises that life has to offer. And it's also a song about the brutal war that so many of us wage against fear, depression, and anxiety in the hope that we might one day live a life filled with happiness and dreams. And he says, pain does not discriminate. It can affect all of us. In our bodies, our hearts, our minds, and often when that pain is emotional or mental, we are afraid to speak up. And he says, none of us are ever okay all the time. And there shouldn't be a stigma when we aren't. He says, both my brother and I have had our intense personal battles, and it has and continues to be life-changing. I try to remember that just past the darkest days await the brightest and most rewarding moments. And that change is always around the corner. Whoa. So, in the music video, the music video was directed by the guy who directed the Johnny Cash Hurt video. Mm. And also, Michael Jackson's Scream with mm-hmm. his sister. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like that video. Mm-hmm. That's a cool video. And so, the, the video has montages of close-up pictures of people screaming, crying, and dancing. And it includes Paris Jackson. Hmm. I think I did. Yep. He- yep. Hear that. And that's the first video that Jared Leto did not direct in 13 years. Really? Mm-hmm. So, he's directed, like, all their videos? Yep. yep. That's cool. That's the one that he did not um, direct. So with this song, it hits close to home because I battle with my mental issues Mm -hmm. and I stopped taking my meds Mm -hmm. with the assistance of my doctor. Yes. but Always with the assistance of your doctor. But it's a juggling act. Oh, yeah. To be okay. Yeah. And I like the fact that... That's what alcohol's for. (laughs) No. And I like the fact that he says that it's okay not to be okay all the time. Yeah, of course it Some is. Some days you just have to... You can't be okay all the time. The, the, nobody can be okay all the time. No. Whether you suffer from anxiety and depression or you don't. Or both. Yeah. Um, nobody can be okay 100% no. of the time. You want to be. You want to be for sure, but we all have issues. We all have stress. We, <laughs> we all have problems. So, you know, it's just... It's just... It happens. Yeah. So, but I'm... I like that there's songs out there that recognize that and that's that song, you know, kind of emotes that and yeah. Yeah. It's a it's an anthem. It is an anthem anthem song. And I just love the fact that Rescue Me. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when I, when I go down It's very to the point. Yeah. 
when I'm when I'm inside my head, yeah, and my brain is going 150 miles per hour in different directions, and I'm about to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, my head is screaming like, "Rescue me! Just get mm-hmm. out of there!" Yeah, and it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So yeah, that song that song is a personal song for me. Yeah, it hits me. It hits close. And you just have to find help. Yeah, just find help. And there's nothing wrong with it. No, I tried the the chemical route, and it just. Yeah. It didn't sometimes work. it works, sometimes it doesn't, no. and you know, so it, then it you find other alternatives. It worked up to a point, but yeah. the side effects were just not worth it. Yeah, and some days I just feel like a zombie. Yeah, so it's it's it sucks to feel too much. Yeah, and then, and then not feel anything not at all. You're feel like anything. Okay, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you feel like Eeyore. <laughs> hey, friend. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that was our song. So, we have a couple honorable mentions. Go ahead, hon. Um, Hail to the Victor. Okay. I thought it was a really cool song. Mm-hmm. It's just another one of those, like, anthem-type mm-hmm. songs. Um, this one I like. Yeah. I was just... I pulled it up because I wanted to talk about it. Talk about it, then. Walk on Water. This video was directed by Jared Leto. And it's a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. He goes around the well, entire... he goes around the entire US on Fourth of July and they show clips of different states and what people are doing in the during the Fourth of yeah. July. Um and it's just really it's like basically like a little documentary, like he's filming some of it like on his cell phone or his you know, his camcorder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just—it's really cool. It is a really cool. It's video. a really cool concept. But if I'm if I'm correctly, he starts in New York and then he makes it all the way across to L.A. Yeah. Or is it the other way around? No, New York to L.A. because he's going back yeah. in time. Yeah. So and he like they bring up like South Carolina and say something about that and you know mm-hmm. it's like all statistics for like some different for all the different states. Yeah. Um, so it's what, just really cool. I love one? that song. Um, the kill. <laughs> this is this is an amazing song. The video is weird. Oh yeah, it's really weird. Don't watch the video. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I'm just like, I just want to listen to the song. So, our last song we'll mention. From yesterday. Which, I love this video. Someone in ancient Japan. I don't know if I've seen it. You have. Have I? Yeah. You're married to me. You see all these videos over and over again. I don't remember it. How about I, that? I love the drum line of this song. Yeah. I mean, listen to that. Mm-hmm. I like the singer in the song. They just they just have really good music. If you have a chance they to check do. it out, they have. And now we and I haven't heard like all of their albums. Um, you know, I I kind of pick and choose. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, just I feel like just because you're a fan doesn't mean you have to listen and buy every single album that artists make because some albums are not 
great. No. Now, I don't know that about that. I don't know if... All their albums are pretty good. Yeah, I figure. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty good. <laughs> but I just haven't, like, really dived into... As much as I love them, I haven't dived into every single one of their albums. Yeah. So, I just don't have the time but I, I think it. I think you have, without knowing you have. Probably. Yep. So. So, personal song pick of the week. Yep. The... PSP W. Yeah. I'll get it right eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so what what all right, Pink All I Know So Far. Is this a new song? Yep. It's a new song. I heard it this morning on Facebook. Let me get the edited version. Cuz apparently she Oh yeah, in like one part she says a bad word. I gotta stop it. Yeah. It's, I saw it this morning on Facebook. I had a different song picked. You did. But I was looking at Facebook this morning and it popped up um, on one of the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so she must have just released the uh, video recently? Yeah, it's a really cool video. It's basically like a song to her daughter, Willow. Ooh. Um, because Willow's in the music video. Okay. And she's reading her a bedtime story. And she's like, come on, mom, not, you know, I don't want to hear a princess story again. So she's like, all right, well, I've got a story for you. And so she's singing the song, the story to her, uh, which is the song. Yeah. And so the video is interesting. Um, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's like pink in all her like stages. Oh, that's cool. So like when she was a kid at home. Yeah, it, no, 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 no. I mean, like, All throughout her, her life. life. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, but that would have been a cool concept. Yeah. But, like, when she was a kid and living at home and, mm. you know, not getting along with her mom and then as an adult. And, and then her husband, Corey Hart, he makes a couple appearances in it. That's cool. And Willow and then her, uh, I think she has a son. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, or another daughter. I don't know. They have long hair. <laughs> Pink, come on the show. Yeah. Um, but her two kids are... <clears throat> are towards the end of the video as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of like, it's, it's a really, it's a neat it's video. It's a sweet video. Yeah, it's kind of, it's sweet, but not at the same time. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because when I pulled this song up, um, it's actually an upcoming documentary film centering on Pink. Um, it's directed by... Michael Gracie, and it's scheduled to be released on Prime Video on May 21st of this year. Next Friday. Mm-hmm. So the film follows Pink on her beautiful trauma world tour as she balances being a performer with her role as a mother, wife, and boss. It mixes footage from the road, behind-the-scenes interviews, and personal material. On the tour, Pink played 156 shows in 18 countries. Wow. Yep. So, yeah. Prime, got to, Prime also did that. I was watching that documentary of Jay Balvin. Yeah. And... It was a cool concert documentary. Uh-huh. That was cool. Prime got some good stuff coming up. So it was apparently already released on March 18th on Amazon Studios. Uh, mm-hmm. Or no, it says... No, okay, never mind. I read that wrong. Okay. So the day... <laughs> Prime this, video. <laughs> the day this episode comes out will be the pink episode. The pink um, documentary. Yes. first. Yep. That's so cool. watch it today, folks. <laughs> yeah, watch it today. 
comment. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Comment yeah. on our come on, on the, the show show's Instagram page and let yeah. us know what you think of the the documentary. All right, I want to watch it. Yeah, we'll watch it. So the show email address is bpdpodcast48 at gmail.com. The show Instagram is bpdpodcast. All right, what you got? Uh, my Instagram and Etsy are Crafty Kelly's Workshop, and Megan, it, her Instagram is Teal Turtle Boutique. Now, if you message her and she doesn't respond, please feel free to reach out to me and I'll <laughs> let her know. Because Megan... She has issues with her phone. She's not... She's... We've determined that she's a hippie. She's... <laughs> She's not technologically savvy. Inclined. Because <laughs> we had someone reach it. Like, someone reached out like, we want to order some stuff, and she's not responding to our messages. <laughs> and I'm like, Megan, fix your phone. <laughs> so. Hopefully it was just a glitch that one time. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully it doesn't keep happening. But All right. So, uh, we got all our stuff. And remember, if you scroll to the right on your show notes or the descriptions. Donate to the show. Donate to the show if you can. Yeah. If you can't, oh, well. Yeah. We'll get over it. Yeah, get over it. We'll get over it. You have to help me pay for this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which we won't tell that story. No, we won't <laughs> tell that story. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, hun, sign off. If I cut you off, chances are you handed me the scissors. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. It's like that Instagram thing I posted. Do you remember that? What I posted last week or this week that said... Um, you can't get mad at people for sucking the life out of you if you keep getting under the straw. Yep. That's true. It is true. Yep. So sometimes you got to knock that straw out of their hands and be like, yo, yes. peace, son. <laughs> I'm out. Bye, Felicia. Yep. Well, <laughs> hasta luego, guys. Enjoy the music. <laughs>